You know how YouTubers are always apologizing in their videos about ambient sounds you might hear? Like, they'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry if you can hear my air conditioner running. It's just 7 million degrees in this circle of hell today. But you can never hear the noise they're talking about. Like, the noise does not exist to us, the viewers. I bring this up because I don't know how strong this mic is. And one of my cats is right next to me, munching on kibble and drinking water. So if you can hear that, you're welcome. Anyway, welcome to Werewolf Apocalypse. I'm Sage. And today I am recording alone. And I thought that I would talk about something that I've been told is pretty interesting about me. Which is odd because, I mean, I guess it's not an interesting thing about me. It's an interesting thing about my life that a lot of people don't experience. And that's that I moved around a lot. Not by my own choice, of course. I did spend quite a number of years as a child. But I think to date, and I'm 30 years old right now, <laughs> to date, I have lived in 14 different houses. No, maybe six different cities slash towns slash villages and gone to like 10 different schools I mean I don't go to school anymore I'm a uh, full-time loser no uh, school is a great choice continuing your education is always a great choice I just continue my education outside of a classroom. I go to the school of life. Also, if I clear my throat a lot, I'm sorry. I'm getting over a bug. It's probably not the one that's named after a beer, which is not how that works, I'm aware. But, so anyway, I guess we'll start from the beginning. Um, the first place I lived was a uterus. Uh, nine months. I overstayed my lease a little bit, and that was sarcasm. I mean, I was a couple days late, but <clears throat> anyway. I think the first place I ever lived was an apartment or a house that I don't remember. I just know that it was on Taylor Street, Avenue, Road, beats me. I don't know. But we lived there. Uh, and we being uh, my mom, my sister, and myself. Until I was two. And then my mom and my stepdad bought a house. And we lived there until I was ten. A lot of great and awful life events happened when I lived in that house. And I guess that's part of telling the story of moving so often, is telling you about these places. 
Um, so if you listened to the haunting episode, I talked with Shaka Blanks about waking up in the middle of the night and seeing three people standing in front of the attic door. And the attic door was at the foot of my bed. Well, that was in this house. Um, this house was on Broadview, I believe. Uh, it was a lower income area, a lower income neighborhood called Parkwood. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat is real buggy. Um, so it was obviously haunted, or I was. Um, I had a lot of really great pets in that house. I had friends right across the street. But being that it was a lower income area, it was not the safest. And I was not allowed to walk places by myself pretty much the entire time that we lived there. Which, granted, you know, like not sending a five-year-old to the corner store by themselves is reasonable when the corner store is like four blocks away. But it was, this road was a dead end at both ends. And we lived at one end, the very last house. And my grandparents, maternal, lived at the other end of the road, very last house on that side. Like There were a couple more houses further down across the street, but we both lived on the right side of the street. And we were both the last houses. That was maybe three blocks technically apart and I was not allowed to walk to my grandma's house until I was probably nine years old and my mom stood at our end of the street and watched for as long as she could see me which was long enough to make sure that I got across the intersections without getting kidnapped and maybe further I don't know. <clears throat> but it wasn't the safest neighborhood. Uh, nothing ever happened to our house that I know of. I don't think we were ever robbed or broken into. I don't think it was that kind of low income area. I mean, it might have been, but. And there was the aforementioned corner store. Uh, I lived in a predominantly Italian city. I guess it's a city. Technically, it's a city. Uh, very predominantly Italian, which I am not. <laughs> obviously. It's only obvious if you can see me, and even then, it's probably not obvious. So that's a poor joke for a podcast. Anyway, predominantly Italian. So this corner store was called Lamacusas. And I used to walk down there. And mind you, this was the 90s. When you could buy candy for a nickel. My sister and I, or some of my cousins, cousins and my sister and I would walk down there and get little penny candies. Nickel candies. Dime candies. Hell, maybe even candies that cost a dollar. Probably not, but maybe... Just probably walked there like once a week. 
And then not long before we moved out of this area, which this might have been a catalyst for us moving, that store was robbed. Uh, I believe that that store was robbed at gunpoint for less than $15. And the older man who ran the store with his wife was shot and killed in that robbery. And the stress of that event caused his wife to have a stroke. And it was, it was terrible. There was a candlelight vigil, just in my mind's eye of being eight or nine years old when this happened, probably, I feel like it was hundreds of people standing outside of this corner store with candles, just, I don't know if we were praying. I just, I just remember holding the candle and being there with my family. And I remember that that store never opened again and hearing rumors that the store couldn't open because they couldn't get his blood out of the floor. And it was devastating. I mean, your neighborhood is your safe space. You know, your neighborhood is where you know everything that's happening and you know everyone. And granted, that was not my experience, but I still felt safe in my neighborhood until that day, until that happened. And then just other things happened. Um, around that time frame, my grandfather died. My sister had a baby and we ended up moving from Ohio to Iowa, which are two places where nothing happens and there's lots of corn. Actually, I think Ohio is more soybeans, but I'm not a farmer. Anyway, so then I moved to Iowa. And when we got to Iowa, at first we lived with my stepdad's sister and her husband and their daughter lived in their basement for a couple weeks, maybe, maybe a month. I have no idea. It was miserable. Um, n not the greatest people. Uh, they just kind of had that we're better than you vibe. And this is not really a theory that I subscribe to one person being better than another, putting on airs, being high and mighty. It's not, it's not something that vibes with me. So we lived there and then we moved into an apartment and I think we were staying there waiting for the apartment to be ready. I'm not sure. I was 10. So I was not consulted about many household decisions. So in the apartment, it was a giant apartment complex. Like every building had six apartments and there were probably 12 buildings. And this was probably the first time in my life that I made friends who weren't family members, which sounds sad and pathetic, but hear me out, <laughs> but hear me out. Where I lived before, in Parkwood, 
most of my family lived probably within a 10 minute drive. Some of them within a 10 minute walk. I had four cousins that were close to me in age. So we just did things together. Our parents would hang out and have card games on Friday nights. We would all go camping together during the summer. One time we went to Canada for like a a week or something. I don't know. And (laughs) my favorite memory from the trip to Canada is my cousin um, bumping into a lady and she started yelling at him in French. (laughs) It was hilarious. (laughs) I think it was my fault he ran into her. (laughs) Because I'm an asshole. But anyway. So then we moved into this apartment. And I made friends with some girls I went to school with. Um, We moved in like the middle slash early part of the school year. It was either mid to late September or early October. I remember at like my 10th birthday, like everything was packed. So I had started school probably not long after early September. Anyway, and so I had a couple of friends that lived in this apartment complex. So I had like sleepovers for the first time. And I had friends that weren't family members for the first time. And that was, I feel like that is very sink or swim. And it's probably lucky for me that I am very much the type to grow where I'm planted. There's not a whole lot of change that I can't keep up with. I don't know if that's a product of moving so much. Or if it's just because I'm genuinely such a likable person that people flock to me. Sarcasm. But So I made friends. And we built igloos in the snow and we played in the creek behind the apartments and I had this one friend that her mom and her boyfriend took us out into the country and we went in abandoned houses (laughs) which is not an activity that my mother would have condoned so I'm not sure I ever told her Um, That girl and I did not really stay friends. I'm a lot as a person. So a lot of friendships tend to come and go for me, especially with moving around so much, which I'm getting to. So anyway, we lived there, I don't know, six months to a year. I have no idea. We lived in Iowa for almost three years. We moved there in September of 2000, and we left there in maybe July of 2003. Um, So it was very close to being three years. But that apartment's not the only place we lived. So after the apartment, we rented a house in the country. Was such an odd location because it was undeniably the country. But Walmart was two miles away. but uh, I actually had my 11th birthday party at that house I had like a 
big slumber party with like five girls because I had five friends. Unreasonable. Unreasonable number of friends. But (laughs) so when we moved into this house, my parents had to do a ton of cleaning in it. Because apparently the upstairs was full of porno mags and dog poop, which is such an odd combination of things. Like, was the... was the dog looking at the pictures as it made its potties? Or did someone else really enjoy certain aromas while they flipped through Hustler? I don't know. I'll never know. A lot of interesting things about that house, though. Uh, We had neighbors who had donkeys that would get loose. (laughs) And one of them bit my sister. (laughs) I love donkeys to this day because that donkey bit my sister. And then we left that house and my sister moved out, I believe. Um, with a man that she ended up marrying. So then we lived in a house that we call the Cracker Jack house. Because this house was so incredibly tiny. You could barely turn around. It was awful how small it was. For a family of three to five. Because sometimes my sister and my niece were there. But through all this, I got to stay in the same school district. You know, uh, fifth grade, sixth grade were at the same school. And then I started seventh grade in the same district. It was just like a combination, like a couple elementary schools came together. So I got to meet some new people. Yeah, and at the Cracker Jack house, I had a lot of friends that lived within walking distance. And being that I was like 11, 12 years old, I was allowed to walk to their houses. I actually had this friend named Heather. I haven't spoken to her in almost 20 years. And there are a lot of people named Heather, so I feel comfortable saying her name. And her grandpa would make this stuff called cheese fudge. I don't know. I I can't tell you. All I can tell you was that it was delicious. And apparently made with Velveeta. And sometimes nuts. But anyway, so then we moved into a house um, that we called the split level. Um, Just, I'll give you 10 seconds to guess what type of house it was. You don't need 10 seconds. It was a split level. It's like a ranch, but they put three stairs up to a half a floor. It's half a second floor. Doesn't make any sense. But we lived there, had a fenced-in backyard, which was great for the dog. We had a dog. And I had more friends who lived close by. And a creek that I could crawl in and explore and ruin all of my shoes, which is definitely one of my mother's favorite memories of me. Buying me shoes every month because I ruined them. I just, I just, I love a good stream. Creek. Babbling Brook. I realized that that a stream was probably a questionable word choice. 
I would I would get my friends to go in them too. I wasn't just some weirdo alone in the stream. We would find like crawdads or crayfish, whatever you call them, small crustaceans. Are they crustaceans? I'm pretty sure they're crustaceans. And then we moved back to Ohio to be closer to the family, but not not too much closer. <laughs> we moved to New Philadelphia and we lived there for probably, I think it was the span of July to January. I don't think I came back to that school. Uh, Welty, John, JC Welty. It was in New Philadelphia, Ohio. I don't know if I said that. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Lived there for like eight months. The house was fine. Um, uh, the only memorable thing about it are things that happened to me while I lived in that house. Not in that house, but while I lived there. And also that my room had wallpaper. But towards the edges of like the doors and the windows, you could see that there were like six layers of wallpaper put on top of each other. Like, I don't know how wallpaper works. I thought you would take down the old wallpaper before you put up the new wallpaper, but apparently I was wrong. And I remember that the oldest layer uh, had teddy bears on it. So, cute. It was also in this house that my sister, and my sister is eight years older than me, for reference. We were joking around because at this time our relationship had improved drastically thanks to the birth of my oldest niece. And she pushed me and I pretended that she had pushed me very hard and flailed backwards and fell through the wall. My parents were not pleased <laughs> until they saw that the drywall on the wall was like a quarter inch thick and they were like, well, anything could have broken this. It was also in this house that my oldest niece, um, she was the only one at the time, drank the butter garlic sauce that you get from Papa John's and then puked all over me and all over my sister's room and I had to wash pepperoni out of my hair. There are lots of stories in that house, I guess. Okay, there's like three more stories, but we're already 23 minutes in, so I'm going to keep it moving. After New Philly, we moved to Lancaster. Ohio. And if you're wondering how that's spelled, it's spelled like Lancaster, but Lancaster is in Pennsylvania and Lancaster is in Ohio because why not? And there we lived in the cutest little brick house. Loved it. It was one of those houses that looked very small from the outside, but was very spacious on the inside. And I had, of course, changed schools during the middle of the school year again. Which was, it was always great walking to the bus stop for the first time. And everyone just staring at you. The, the manners were impeccable. But so this was eighth grade. And I can't remember the name of the school. But there were quite a few other people at my bus stop. And... With the curiosity of children, they started talking to me. 
and one of them only lived a block away. So I became friends with her and stood beside her as she made some very questionable life choices. And the people around her made very questionable life choices. But I still liked her. We were still friends. We hung out. We had a good thing going. And after uh, we moved, we lived in Lancaster, I'm sorry, Lancaster, through the rest of my eighth grade year. And for the first couple days, maybe a couple weeks of my freshman ninth grade year. And then we moved because my stepfather was a whore. So my mom and I moved back to the town where I grew up. And we moved in with my aunt. And I was kind of surprised, even though it it had only been uh, five, four, five years at this point. It probably would have been like four, because I think I started high school in 2004, because I graduated in 2008. I'm very old. But a lot of people remembered me. People that I didn't think would remember me. People that I, like the popular girls, which I guess in fourth grade, there's no like steady click of like the popular girls. But it allowed me this odd sense of a welcome and coming home that these people still remembered me four years later no contact, haven't seen me. And I think that was probably the first time I started falling into a click. But it was, it was that click that wasn't a click. Uh, The loners and the weirdos. Yeah, those are my people. Those are my people. We would sit together at lunch every day they were all so cool with I was friends with a lot of goths slash early age emos they had cool hair they had cool clothes I was wearing t-shirts and jeans because I still let society make me wear jeans at that point down with denim (coughs) so we lived with my aunt And then my aunt actually moved out of that house and we stayed living in it through the rest of my freshman year. And then some things kind of went south uh, with some familial relationships. And I ended up moving to a tiny little village, still in Ohio. Not a village in an interesting place like Uganda or... Germany, those are very different examples. But a village in Ohio and starting a new school like three days into the school year. So like just soon enough that it was really weird. Like why didn't she just start school four days ago when we started school? Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't in charge of that. But I was 15 at this point. And this, oddly enough, 
despite living in Iowa for almost three years, was probably my first exposure to country people, a rural community. They had a lot of fires, a lot of bonfires, uh, a lot of parties. I, I didn't go. I wasn't invited. I wouldn't have gone if I was, but I wasn't. But if I had been, but I wasn't, but should I have been invited, I would not have gone. I fell into a similar group of what I would call loners and weirdos, and I don't mean that in a bad way at all. The loners and the weirdos are my people. They're the most interesting people in the room. They're the ones that you can have really strange and obscure conversations with. You can talk to them about TV shows. And they write song fix and drabbles and you pass books back and forth and they'll give you their dessert at lunch. Those are my people. And I was actually lucky enough to finish high school there. So I was there for at least three years, but it was a little longer. And then I moved like 20 20 minutes away. And when I was like 20 years old, I was dating this guy. I know you're gonna be like, oh, she made bad decisions and I did. But this was not one of them because yeah, I was dating this guy and that didn't work out. But I moved in with his mom and she is fantastic. I love her. It's actually one of the biggest regrets of my life that I have let that relationship, my relationship with her fall apart. But it's one of those adulthood things. Things get away from you in adulthood. It can be hard to hold on to relationships because everyone's so busy. And I did not think as a teenager that I would ever be busy. But a bitch is real busy all the time. So then I lived with her. And then I made another mistake. And that was her and her son broke up with me, which whatever, like, it was a good choice. Like, I can see that there were a lot of flaws in that relationship. And they weren't all him. Um, every relationship I've been in only has one common theme. It's that I was involved. So let's lay some blame where blame is due. Not all of it, just a reasonable amount of blame. Maybe like 50%. Who knows? I started dating this other guy. And I did... A lovely too soon too much too fast but we moved in together within six months and then we got married seven months after that <laughs> and then two years later I kicked him out and we got a divorce because I make bad choices but I don't let them affect the rest of my life if it's going to affect the rest of my life I only make decent choices and I was not letting this person affect the rest of my life. So we technically got a disillusion. The marriage wasn't great. Um, I have not spoken to him since he moved out. That's a lie. I have not spoken to him since the disillusion became final. And then uh, at an odd set of circumstances, I moved from the apartment that he and I had lived in together to another apartment in the same building. And that counts. 
and I loved that apartment. So did the cats. Because my first apartment had been in the basement, so the windows were like seven feet off the ground, and the cats could not get up there to see out the windows. But then the second apartment was on the second floor of the building, and the windows were maybe two and a half, three feet off the ground. They were very large windows. It was beautiful. And my cats are very fat. (laughs) And the windows had very wide ledges. So the cats would just sit up there all day and all night, staring out the window. I loved that apartment. But some things happened. Uh, And my mom and I had had a discussion about her moving into my apartment with me. And then decided that it would be more cost effective if we got a house together. Which, this is a stipulation I have to make. My mom and I live together. I do not live with my mom. I pay for half of the bills. We split up chores. Like, it is not a scenario where she takes care of me. Like I take care of me. She takes care of her. We take care of the house and things like that together. She hates the house. She hates the house with a fiery passion. She's getting used to the house. She's adapting to the house. I don't mind the house. The house is very small for two people, uh, in my opinion. Technically three people because my cats are very fat. But I like the house. It's, It's grown on me. I would still ideally live alone one day so if you guys want to pimp out this podcast so your boy can get rich just kidding um you know the rules here if you like it share it if you don't like it don't tell anyone just just shut up and that's the end of places where i've lived was it that many places it's that house and that house I don't know. I think it's like 14 houses. I might have missed one in Iowa. I don't think so, but I might have. I am... So, I guess the interesting part of this is this experience for people is not that I've lived in so many different houses, but that I've lived in so many different communities. I have had to make changes in my life that a lot of people, I guess, don't have to make, like changing school systems. And not just like once or twice, but also in the middle of the year. And having to kind of sink or swim in a new environment, make new friends, and I was I was never really good at holding on uh, to the old friends. So... I remember almost all of them very fondly. The ones I don't remember very fondly, I remember fondly. There's not really many people in my past that I hate. Uh, They all taught me something. They all shared their life with me. And that's really something to be grateful for, getting to experience, even from the sidelines, someone else's life. I think the oddest thing was that people in Iowa insisted that I had an accent, which I didn't understand because I'm pretty sure that Ohio and Iowa both speak, uh, 
I think it's Dixie. But I, I think it was just mainly small word choices that I would make. Because I don't think I have an accent. I could do the next episode in an accent. It wouldn't be good. But if you guys would want to hear that, I could do that. You don't want to hear it. But you know, like, if you wanted to, you don't. But yeah. So that is possibly my strongest solo recorded episode. I made bullet points. I made an outline. You're all very proud. I know. And hopefully it's not the last of my decent self solo recorded episodes. And also, if you ever need any help moving, I'm your gal. I can do it. I can do it to them. I can do it to it. I can do it to them. I can, I can move stuff. Washer, dryer, couch. I'm gonna need a hand. But I'm never going to be that friend who will be like, oh no, I'm super busy that weekend. I can't help you move. No. Like, I'll be there. I actually love moving. I start to feel a little shifty when I haven't moved in a while. Nowadays, I just quench that thirst by completely rearranging my room. Thank you for listening to this episode of Werewolf Apocalypse that once again had absolutely nothing to do with werewolves or the apocalypse. 